0: I.V.M. As the impact of climate change worsens, sustainability has become the need of the hour. It's no longer an option, but a necessity if we want to protect our planet. Hello, I'm Shiladitya and this is Capgemini's Techipedia series. In this final episode of Season 2, we'll be in conversation with Vishwanathan Rajendran, Senior Director, Engineering and Sustainability, CRES India, Capgemini. In today's episode, we'll be talking about some game-changing technologies and initiatives in the field of sustainability, areas where industries can improve upon and so much more. So stay right there and we'll see you after a short break. Hi, Vishwanathan. Welcome to Capgemini's Techipedia series. How are you doing? I know, Shiladitya. I'm doing fine. How are you? Doing fine as well. And, you know, thank you for taking the time to be on our show. Uh, We have a very interesting topic today. And, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to the conversation. I think uh, as part of this series, we've had a lot of speakers, a lot of guests from Capgemini talk us through, you know, all sorts of new things uh, when it comes to, let's say, technology, when it comes to the new age of, you know, what is coming and being already there in our world around us. But today's topic, I think is also uh, super important in the context of any, I would say, future technologies in the context of whatever we as Technicians or we as innovators are building throughout in the world. We have to be conscious of, I believe, what we are calling, you know, sustainability as part of innovation. So uh, I'd love to hear, you know, from you about how we are going about this. And if if I say, you know, we have all heard that sort of sustainability is sort of the need of the hour globally, right? Yeah. So what is your uh, your view on this? You know, you've been a specialist in this domain when it comes to let's say Indian industries, right? The kind of companies we. You all see around us, and you, of course, work with. What is our, you know, I would say, current preparedness or uh, current version of sustainability that India follows?
1: So, my pleasure as well uh, to be on this show to share my views with the audience. Uh, to start with, uh, Indian companies are beginning to realize that it is possible for sustainability and profit to coexist in a company. Creating a long term value means not shooting in the moon in a given year, but investing every year to get the compounding effects and benefits of consistency over time. Industries are aware that if ESG goals are not aggressive enough, then someone else will likely to disturb. Hence, our industries are very much aware that ESG goals and commitments need to match the moment. Overall, if you see, India is making progress towards sustainability, but it has a long way to go because India's rapid industrialization and urbanization have put a strain on the country's natural resources that has led to environmental degradation in some areas. But at the average goes, we simply won't be here if we do not take care of the things that allowed us to exist. We need companies to go far beyond just cutting some carbon emissions and being less bad. The work must improve on positive territory. Unfortunately, the number of business leaders who have internalized this is really very insignificant. We need more courageous leaders willing to commit their organization to deep change and survive. The
0: world. And, you know, when you say, uh, of course, all of these initiatives, I know there's a sort of mandate on companies to do uh, some part of their sustainability initiatives, like you said, ESG goals. But how are they doing this? Let's say if I have to ask you, what are some sort of technologies or game-changing technologies, industry initiatives that are actually helping build a more sustainable future? Uh, and of course, uh, being uh, in Capgemini, like how is Capgemini also approaching this? Of
1: course, there are uh, various uh, sustainability Practices and initiatives uh, that could be become a major game changers. I'll give some examples that, in an effort to observe forest cover change and combat deforestation, the Indian Space Research Organization has developed the National Remote Sensing Centers. It uses technologies like optical remote sensing, geographic information system, artificial intelligence, and automation to detect small scale deforestation to further limit the damage caused to forests. If you see in the agriculture sector, we use the rise of AI powered precision farming systems that are being used to optimize crop yields, reduce water consumption and minimize the use of chemical fertilizers and pesticides. Cap Germany, if you see, our net zero target is to achieve 90% reduction in overall carbon emissions across all square 1 and 2, 1, 2 and 3 by 2040. We have, in fact, doubled our sustainability initiatives across our campuses with uh, on premise solar plants. We also do export of solar energies during weekends and holidays. And uh, we also have uh, installed solar trees. We do zero waste management, water conservation, so on and so forth. And uh, we also deployed uh, electric vehicles across the company fleet for our employees to commute between home to office. The major initiatives what Capgevni has done uh, uh, in, in 2022 is we have launched a unique energy command center in Bangalore. Uh, this unique energy command center is a centralized energy command center through which we control all the energy consuming assets across various capgemini locations in India. We do that remotely. We do demand optimization. We do supply optimization, and we also monitor all the energy consuming assets remotely. Thereby, uh, we are able to reduce. 29% of energy over the last eight months. Wow. Where Energy Command Center is a completely IoT-based technology where we uh, completely command and control all the energy-consuming assets centrally at one location. So all our initiatives uh, are aimed
0: at being not just net zero, but being net positive. Wow, that's a, I mean that's a remarkable amount of, I would say, uh, focus on sustainability. And especially going net positive is, of course an ambition everyone should have as a company as as an industry mm-hmm. if i can ask you in contrast to this maybe so what about the rest of the Indian ecosystem or the rest of the next piece here? How do you think they need to improve when it comes to sustainability? Yeah.
1: So, yes, as you say, every organization need to become net positive, which means we should do more to the environment than what we take from the environment. And uh, coming back to your question, uh, our economic system has two fundamental weaknesses. It's based on unlimited growth on a finite environment and it benefits only a small number of people and not everyone. If you see See, India is one of the largest emitters of greenhouse gases in the world and industries need to improve their energy efficiency. We cannot afford to leak energy and then substitute with the renewable energy. We need to improve our energy efficiency across various sectors and use only renewable energy for our consumption, use renewable sourced materials, create no waste, build everything for full circularity and replenish all the water that is being used. And India being a tropical country, we get good 300 sunny days a year and we should make good use of this opportunity. There's a lack of awareness among employees of Indian industries and they are not trained to adopt sustainable practices. So when it comes to sustainability initiatives, we always say winning slowly is as good as losing. Our goals and actions need to match the moment because we are running short of time and many industries in India are not Other of the environmental and social impacts of their suppliers, especially when it comes to source three emissions, and are not taking steps to ensure that their supply chain is also sustainable.
0: Yeah, in fact, uh, not just uh, the industry, I believe it's also based on, of course, what the consumers demand. Right? I think uh, there's also a conscious least effort in some consumer aspects to you know think about the environment and, of course, uh, choose. I would say, the right kind of products when they consume. But what is the real role? I mean, how would you encourage consumers in the Indian economy, which again wants to grow unlimited, to still sort of play their part in sustainability? Of course,
1: consumers play a major role in sustainability because they can influence the demand for goods and services that increase companies to adopt sustainability practices. If you see personally, the consumer also should adopt sustainable practices in their own walk of life. For example, everybody's personal infrastructure, like everybody's next car uh, should be an electric vehicle car. And of right. course, if they are using uh, public transport, bicycles, electric bicycles, electric bikes, anything that isn't powered by fossil fuels or, or even a better option and uh, the personal uh, infrastructure uh, like whatever the gadgets, uh, be, the home infrastructure you use for air conditioning it could be a, a refrigerators dryers, uh, stove tops, water heaters, everything should be energy efficient and powered by electricity and next comes the personal storage infrastructure. And obviously as the countries become more and more electrified there will be a moment where even a small home battery will make economic uh, sense because we always feel that Electrical infrastructure should work like an internet. We should, when internet, we give the data when you have and you take the data when we want. Similar way, electricity should work in a manner that we should self generate the electricity and give it when you have access and take it when you need it. So everybody should participate in this. in the storage infrastructure to create their own electricity, which is obviously free from the sun, and uh, also support clean energy infrastructure across your community, schools, neighborhoods, and uh, bring in more uh, uh, solar energy into the energy mix. And last but not the least, your personal dietary infrastructure, but the, a decision to shape your diet in line with the hot and crowded planet, which will always have a positive impact on you as well as on the environment. So.
0: You know, when people are considering all of these issues, you know, like initiatives that they have to take, so much change they have to bring in, and industry is of course, doing uh, their part in, you know, making their businesses and manufacturing processes and everything sustainable. What do you think are, you know, what will be a trend uh, coming up in the future or probably already happening that will actually help sort of increase the, you know, goal of uh, achieving sustainability? Because again, Like we said earlier, I think time is also finite. Uh, With every, you know, coming year or month, the planet is suffering. So what are some of these trends you can speculate on that we expect in the future?
1: See, with the uh, rising energy prices, uh, the increasing frequency of grid outages and the requirement to decarbonize have made the energy challenges relevant and universal to all. So uh. What I, I feel that uh, there will be a uh, new trend uh, to this will be uh, microgrids. Microgrids will em- emerge as a key enabler in the pursuit of a environment and a more sustainable energy future. And uh, of course, uh, the rise of EVs uh, will positively impact uh, sustainability when it comes to the future. Uh, In fact, on an average, an EV produces almost half of a conventional vehicle's carbon emission over its lifetime. So from a sustainability perspective, EV is easily a better choice. And a circular economy is a model of production and consumption that is slowly increasing and can help boost sustainability. This model focuses on reusing, resharing and remanufacturing existing materials and products for as long as possible. You you know that the planet with all its ecosystems is the biggest stakeholder of all. It can't speak, but it can communicate. Today's extreme weather event. Is a warning of what is to come in the future. Humans and the ecosystems we rely on require a stable climate similar to the one which evolved and flourished. If you see, uh, until 100 years ago, we always lived in a world where the atmospheric CO2 levels were 300 ppm. Therefore, we know 300 ppm is safe for humanity. Today's CO2 levels are at 421 ppm and rising 2.5 ppm every year. Even if we meet the Paris goal, if you all collectively meet the Paris goal by 2050 and half our emissions are from 2.5 ppm every year to 1.25 ppm, we will be reaching a threshold of 460 ppm. 460 ppm by end of 2050 which will be 50% higher than what the humans have ever surveyed. This reality sets the stage for the rest of our climate project which is called climate restoration. In technical terms if you see the climate uh, restoration means reducing the atmospheric carbon dioxide levels from 421 ppm today to less than 300 ppm which means we need to remove Almost fifty percent of the uh, CO2 levels uh, from the atmosphere, which we have pumped into the air, which otherwise would remain in the atmosphere beyond our lifetime. Therefore, to meet the uh, goal of climate restoration, we need to scale up carbon removal technologies, which can operate full tilt to remove fifty gigatons of carbon for the next twenty years. Carbon removal technologies, either through natural ecosystems or by mechanical means, will be a very, very important trend that will impact our future positively. Wow.
0: So there's so much to do. And of course, so much already being done, uh, Vishwanathan. I mean, it was really enlightening to hear all of these things that are happening around us, you know, the initiatives taken by businesses. And of course, we as consumers can do ourselves uh, towards this goal of sustainability, uh, which truly is, of course, the need of the hour. Thank you so much for sharing your inputs, your insights with us today. And of course, I had a great, great time, as always, uh, speaking with you and hearing from everyone on Capgemini in this tech series as well. Uh, thank you so much once again. And I look forward to continuing to play our part in sustainability, all of us. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure sharing my views with the audience. Thank you. So there you have it. This episode marks the last episode of season two of Capgemini's Techpedia series. It's been such an exciting journey from talking about the healthcare industry all the way to discussing sustainability and the environment. I've had a really fun time uh, speaking with all of these specialists from Capgemini. And thank you for tuning into the show. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it. Follow at Capgemini India to keep up with all that's happening in the company's amazing ventures. For the last time, I'm your host Shiladitya signing off.